Happy Sunday, everybody. It is November 27th, 2022, and it is my mama's birthday. This is Shelly, your mouthy mama from Talking Trash and Trudes, and I want to wish my mother a very, very happy 80th birthday. 80 years young. Don't you know that bitch still has sex every night? I haven't had any in four years. She gets it every night. And she's 80. She don't look 80. She don't act 80. But she's 80. And still getting every night. Nookie, nookie, nookie. It's all my mother talks about. All the nookie she's getting. She makes me sick. Oh, but happy, happy, happy birthday, mother. I didn't buy you anything. But the gift that is me being your daughter is plenty enough it's the gift that keeps on giving anyway i'm broke ma you know i'm broke so <laughs> i didn't get you anything but i told you that and you were fine with it and where am i going so anyway i just wanted to wish my mother a happy birthday and kind of sum up this week what's gone on this week we had thanksgiving my kids and I ate Thanksgiving a day late because um, I was just really sick on Thanksgiving. Um, so we decided to postpone it until Friday. And then Friday morning, I made the turkey and we were good. Um, what else happened this week? Let's see. Elon Musk is causing a big stink. He brought Nick back. He brought Adam Waldman back. He brought like all the good guys back. What's his name? Sargon. He's back. Whole bunch of people. People that thought they'd never see the light of Twitter again. <laughs> I don't know if that's a good or bad thing. I do find myself utterly fascinated with Elon. I really do. It's, it's a weird thing. I didn't want to like him. I didn't. And I resisted for so long. Like, I really did. I just, I hated him just on principle. I was like, no. He helped Amber cheat on Johnny. And he backed Amber even though she's a liar. And, you know, he couldn't see it. And he believes her. And I was just very much like, he must be an idiot. And, oh, I just, oh, I was so mad. But I was mad at anybody that sided with her against Johnny because... How could they not see? I never bothered really to like look at the individuals that say they believe her. Her sister Whitney. That's an abused child if ever I've seen one. Good God. There's no way her sister didn't abuse her. She looks like she grew up flinching. She always looks like a dog about to get hit. You know how the dogs, when they're, like, always scared, you, you always see that, like, one street dog that's overly skinny. It's still cute, but you know that it's just this side of sickly. And, like, it's a little too skinny. It's a little too not the right proportion. Like, maybe the belly's a little bloated or whatever. It's just, it's not as attractive as, you know, like a home grown pampered pet you know pet but um whitney was 
she had that look that those kinds of dogs get where, you know, they have like those eyebrows that come together and like they kind of, they're raised eyebrows. Like at one point, like they have the little round knot at the end, like where they begin. And so you always see a dog like with one eyebrow, one eyebrow down and like they go back and forth like, oh God, what's going to happen next? Whitney always looks like that. She's always got that scared, oh my God, who's going to hit me first kind of look about her. Or as, you know, the old comedians would say, she's got that frightened look of a new girl at a Sinatra party. Like, that's what she looks like. She always looks skittish. Um, who else? Who else is on her side? You see from my avatar picture, I don't know, well, the people listen to the podcast can't see it. But I have up a picture of Amber in court, Johnny in court, and Elaine is between them. And I feel like Elaine really drank the Kool-Aid. You know, like she really believed Amber. And I think she believed Amber because she didn't understand how everything worked. Which she showed the world when she talked about like the Twitters and like all these, these different things. Same thing with Rottenborn. These people, they're they're very good at, I guess, what they were doing. But maybe they were a little too into their jobs and detached from reality and, like, pop culture and what's going on in the world. Because for Rottenborn to say over and over, I have other uses for your throat, like, I mean, Johnny caught him good on that one, but I was hysterical. I thought it was, like, I said he totally has no idea what he's saying. Like, he thinks it's threatening. We know what the hell Johnny means. <laughs> but apparently he's taking it like it's a violent thing when it's a sex thing. Like, that was hot. Like, what the fuck? I, yeah, Rottenborn didn't get it. Because he was, you know, he's good at his job. He's a nerd. Same thing with Elaine. She's old. Whitney is, you know battered and not very bright who else was on amber's side that blonde lady that went every day yeah she was the insurance lady she wanted to make sure this one didn't you know take a powder and take a run for it um who else the lawyers because men who run law firms and insurance firms are always going to fall for the beautiful blonde that my, my husband was so so mean to me and the world is trying to take things away from me and i'm just a damsel and i need a big strong man to save me won't you save me mister i mean please like that they've literally made thousands of movies based on that premise if she was a better actress she might have pulled it off but she's not so she wasn't gonna but I mean that—that's what they do. The blonde bombshell walks in, and she even had like the old-fashioned, like you know, waves and everything in her hair for court. Like she literally went in there looking like every black and white movie with the detective or the you know gumshoe or whatever. I mean, did she think every day was the Maltese Falcon? Because let me tell you something: like actresses like Lauren Bacall and that kind of lot, she's not. She doesn't have the class, the poise, or the intelligence, to be quite frank. 
she had the looks and then she did that thing to her face where I can't. Those cheek implants, they, oh, good God, she's going to look like the Crypt Keeper soon. She looks ugly. I mean, compared to how she looked, she looks ugly. If you just bumped into her and never seen her before, you'd think, oh my God, she's dropped dead gorgeous. But when you think what she looked like before, dude, she didn't hit the wall. She ran face first, backed up, and hit that bitch again. She's like that little wind-up toy that keeps bumping in, pulling back, bumping in, pulling back, bumping in a wall, pull it back, bumping in, pull a wall. Like, just back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. Because that's her face now. Her personality was always crap. Her reputation is absolute shit now. And now her looks are going. She can't catch a break. <laughs> such a shame hmm. you know I don't wish ill on anybody but when it happens I can celebrate it a little right I didn't wish it but I mean to not acknowledge it and give it a little yay is rude to the universe and I want to thank the universe for getting it right sometimes now if you just get rid of her altogether, that'd be great I don't mean death. I mean put her in a cave somewhere where there's no Wi-Fi and no social media and no social interaction and she just goes away forever and just off the grid. But she's annoying. She's annoying. Eve is annoying. That's her other like who are the other people that support her? People she has dirt on. People she's already abused. People that are afraid of her, basically. Nobody sees how manipulative and just despicable this woman is. She has no principles, no morals, and the only thing she looks out for in life is herself. She doesn't care who she walks over. <coughs> I'm going to catch an asthma attack. It's very rainy out today. And between my asthma and the swelling in all my joints, I just want to take a sledgehammer and like put myself to sleep for a couple hours. But I won't because I can't. So I'll sit here and talk to you fine people. And I'll continue to tell you exactly what I think about this whole Amber Heard, Johnny Depp debacle. There's not one person that supports her that isn't completely freaking broken. You realize that? They all have something really, really, really wrong with them. And so I was thinking, okay, what about like the guys? James Franco, he was supposed to stand up for her. And then I guess he found out he was not the only pole she was riding. And he decided, ah, no, not going to do it. I guess when he saw just how bad of an actress she was on the stand and how much she lied, that he was like, yeah, no, I'm not doing that. I'm not, <laughs> I, I don't sign on for that. They already think I'm a pervert. And that's what I'm getting to. He's a pervert. He was a pervert. He was like screwing all the girls that worked for him, like that went to his school or whatever to learn how to act. I guess he was teaching them how to fake it well. I don't know. Um, what else? 
you have Elon. That one really surprised me because I was like, I don't understand how she got the likes of Elon Musk to even pay her any mind. Yes, she's beautiful. But at the end of the day, you're fucking in the dark half the time. It don't matter. Granted, then, you know, like recently we heard about the sex parties and how she'd get him like, you know, really drunk or drugged up or whatever and take like incriminating photos. First of all, I honestly don't think Elon would give a shit if anybody saw the photos. He'd be like, oh, yeah, that's me. That's a good position. You know, if you get her in that position, you can make her orgasm every time. I think he'd be like quite clinical about it. I've seen, I listen, I, how do I say this? I did a deep dive on Elon for the last like week and a half. And I've literally pulled up hundreds upon hundreds of hours of video of him in interviews. It's impromptu video. It's candid video. It's things where he didn't know he was being, you know, like recorded by like TMZ and shit. Um, and again, I take all these with a grain of salt. But the more data I get, the more patterns I see, the more the puzzle pieces form and click into place and create a picture for me. And the picture I get is that, yeah, he came from a very rich family, but his father's quite eccentric and wasn't good to him. He was abusive, as many very vulgarly rich people are, because they have a different rule set that they have to follow like our rules don't apply to them they have the money to you know get themselves out of any predicament so they can do whatever they want with pretty much abandon and you know confidence so he went and he did this you know like he was mean to his ex-wife yeah well his wife he was you know bad to his children he didn't you know like give elon much of anything he didn't give any of the kids much of anything you know, they had to earn it. They had to work for it. He, you know, if he thought that it was frivolous, he just didn't engage them. Um, you know, he didn't allow them to do certain things. All these things together, you know, it, it was a rough childhood. Okay, I get that. I, I've had the roughest of childhoods, you know, comparatively. But I get it. I, I get how he became like withdrawn and you know into his books and into his coding because the things he chose to focus on one were of interest to him two he understood and had a growing understanding of so he knew he could keep learning because it was just endless it was just going to evolve and get bigger so there would always be something for him to learn and i think I share that kind of, it's, it's not a goal so much as it's a necessity. I have to learn something every day. It, I feel like I'm wasting away if I'm not learning something. It doesn't have to be huge. I don't have to rewrite the rules of the universe. I just need to know something today that I didn't know yesterday that maybe will help me tomorrow, you know, and, or maybe help somebody else. Cause the knowledge in my head is usually not for me. It's for everybody. 
you know, that's why everybody asks me all the goddamn questions. They Google me instead of Googling the damn topic. Um, I, I get him, though, the, the rough childhood. I get the, you know, let me do these things that are safe, that give me comfort. These are my coping skills. You know, these are my coping mechanisms. Um, let me keep out of everybody's way. Let me not be seen. Let me not draw attention. And then as soon as I can get away, fucking run. And that's what he did. As soon as he could get away, he went right to Canada and then came to the U.S. And I ran away to college and went wild because I was finally out from under the thumb of everybody else. And I could be me, but I didn't know who me was. The same way I doubt very much he had any clue how to interact once he got away from his house you know it's very difficult he got beat up by bullies i got beat up by bullies you know it's he was able to make something of himself because he prioritized work i prioritized having kids you know so that's why i didn't succeed and he did it's also because he's a fucking genius and I'm just me. I'm not anything special. Um, but yeah, he had, he had a rough go of it and he took like, I know a lot of it is PR and a lot of it is spin and I take half of it, you know, as truth and half, you know, like, uh, it's a little sus, but, um, I do think he led a phenomenal life and I think he did it on his own, you know, with, with his own genius pushing him and motivating him. He has a solid work ethic. Oh my God. He has a work ethic like I do. It's disgusting. And I don't want to say he's probably has Asperger's. But he probably has Asperger's. He doesn't like to look at people directly. And I get that. My son doesn't either. I never did. Out of the three of us. I'm the one who looks people dead in the eye. When I'm talking to them. Because my grandmother made sure. To make me. She trained me. Look me in the eye. 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 14 years solid of look me in the eye when you're talking to me look me in the eye when i'm talking to you look me in the eye when you got something to say like to the point where like now when i look people in the eye they will like literally word vomit their deepest darkest secrets because i look right into them i don't care what mood you're in i don't care how awkward it is i will not look away you gonna look in my eyes oh then guess what Consider me a cat because we're going to be looking at each other for eternity. I won't look away. Ever. It's just that's not how I'm made. And I think he's made the same way, which is why he doesn't look at people. Because if he does, he's going to be moved to perhaps make an emotional reaction instead of an intellectual or logical one and i believe he likes to use reason for most of his decisions 
he thinks of things, you know, like quickly. And it's funny because I've watched him process things and I've watched things click into place. And I know what I'm seeing because that's how I process and that's how my son processes. And I can recognize that, aha, that little spark behind your eyes that happens when the fact slips into the right slot and suddenly a whole section of the map lights up and you can read and you're like, Oh my God, this is what I've been looking for. You know, and you've been trying to puzzle it out. Now suddenly here it is. It's not all of it, but it's a huge piece. And now, okay, let's move on. You know, we're going to move to the next piece. And I've seen him have that aha moment. I've seen my son have it. I've had it so many times. I, I do believe that he has issues but like i said you know i i think part of why he fell for her is because she doesn't need him to have a personality that she can work with she just needs him to be breathing for her to set her trap so she could just entertain herself because who does amber love most she loves amber who entertains amber the most amber who does amber listen to the most Amber. So her basically having a one-sided conversation is not that hard. And he could easily have taken that as her being interested in him because that's what she wanted to project. And I could see her bamboozling him because he seems like a decent guy. So many hours of him talking about it's not about me it's not about the money you guys don't get it it's about humanity he is genuinely worried for the world he is worried that this world is going to end and we're too stupid to save ourselves that we're not willing to make the sacrifice play to save ourselves or to save others that's what he's worried about he's worried that we're just going to be like oh we have 300 years somebody else will figure it out because he doesn't trust somebody besides him to figure it out. I'm kind of hoping he makes a new phone because this Apple phone is pissing me off. I'm tired of paying top dollar for my bill, for the phone, for having calls not go through, for not being able to get my mail unless I do a, you know, like 19 step freaking ritual under a full moon bathed in virgin blood while I wear a goat's head and sing kumbaya like i why can't i just open mail and there it all is no i gotta click back click forward click this twice go into this open this delete this pretend that i didn't see that click over it go back to the beginning restart and there's my mail are you kidding it takes me 20 minutes to get my mail and i'll get mail from like five days ago now, I've checked my mail a hundred times between five days ago and today. And just now I'm getting the mail. It's so wrong. And I've done everything. I have emailed everybody. I have talked to everybody. I have uninstalled. I have reinstalled. I have rebooted. I have factory set it. I have... <sighs> Still not working. And then my battery goes from 97% to 42%. I'm like, whoa, where, like, I just lost 55 fucking percent. Like, where'd it go? Like, what happened? 
just gone. Okay, well, let me charge it up. Charge, 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 charge. No, we're going to finish charging at 2 o'clock in the morning. It's 10 o'clock in the morning. Why is it going to take 14 hours to charge? I don't understand. I'm sorry, 16 hours. Like, I don't get it. So all these things, you know, like if Elon comes out with a phone, oh, damn real, I'll buy it. Let's go, dude. Remake my life. Go ahead. I'm ready for something new. Technology is a lovely thing. I love technology. <sighs> the title was Survivor versus Abuser. My honest opinion. And my honest opinion is an abuser is someone who takes power from someone else, keeps it, uses it against the person they took it from, and enjoys every step of the process. They enjoy... They, they enjoy... They enjoy the hunt. They enjoy finding their prey. They enjoy the seduction. They enjoy playing with their food. And then they enjoy the kill. But do they kill it? No, they'd rather maim it and hurt it and watch it try to like crawl off. Let's break three legs and watch it crawl off using one. Ha, 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 look at you. You don't even realize you're going to lose. Right? And that's what she's doing. She's watching them crawl away like, oh, hmm. look at you. All beat down. Meh. Her tone of voice. I, oh. The mocking. The derision. The disgust. She literally snarls with her voice. How do you curl your lips in disgust just using your voice? Because you can hear it. You can hear the mocking. It's just, it's not right. It's not right what she did to him. It's not right what she did to her sister. The way she treated her sister, the way she treated her assistant. God, she on the stand, she goes, oh, she was drunk. Oh, my God. Like, how do you stand up there and just say stuff like that about people? Everybody in the world was wrong and had things wrong with them, except for Angel Amber. Oh, no. I, I was a good girl. You know, I went to Catholic school on scholarships. No. No, you didn't get scholarships. You got, like, charity care. And then, oh, you know, I, I love working in soup kitchens. I love volunteering. I volunteered so much as a teenager. Yeah, I wonder, did you volunteer as a teenager because you wanted to? Or was that court mandated because of the accident you were in where your friend passed away? You know, the one where you were driving with no license or with a suspended license even. Underage. I believe you were drinking. I'm, I'm not quite sure. Allegedly. And again, this is all my opinion. But this is like stuff that I've read. 
So I'm not the one putting it out there. Somebody else put it out there before me. Many, many people. But yeah, a court usually makes underage people, if they're not going to juvie, they got to do community service generally. Community service usually is a soup kitchen or a homeless shelter. But it's not going to be like, you know, you're not working on the chain gang or whatever. Like you're going, you're going to hand out soup and rolls. Maybe wash a couple dishes. So I'm just wondering if that volunteering that you spoke so much of on the stand, if that was court mandated or if that was, you know, your choice. Because I don't think it was your choice. I'm going to put that right out there. I don't think it was your choice. I think you got in trouble and you were given a choice. And so you continue to do the, the community service. Then as soon as you could, you flew out of there. And flew to California. And maybe, maybe you had to do the court mandated thing there too. Because maybe probation travels state to state. Could be, right? I'm just saying there are things to look into, things to look into. But I never believed your, you know, your statement when you got on the stand at first. You painted yourself. Amber did. She painted herself to be such an angel. Such a good girl. That she would never. She hardly drank at all. And she would never do drugs. She only did them once or twice with Johnny. Which we all know is a lie. You do not put drugs on your invitation for your wedding. If you are not an avid drug user. Okay? You just don't. And most people who are drug users who have any class or taste at all wouldn't do it anyway. But she thought it was funny, so hey. So, yeah, the whole, oh, I don't, I don't do drugs. I only did MDMA twice, both with Johnny. But you were so sick at Coachella from MDMA that you threw up. And we saw the pictures of you all messed up. And you're supposed to have all these bruises all over you. and Not one. Not one bruise. You were in your bathing suit. You were in shorts or whatever. And, you know, half naked with your tit hanging out the side. I didn't see one bruise. Your neck was there. Your face. Not one bruise. Oh, my hair was hot. No, it was hot. Your hair was up. Like, you have every excuse in the world. And none of them hold water. I'm wearing makeup. No, you weren't. Did you figure out how you fucked up on the stand when you were talking about the bruise kit? I called it a bruise kit. No, it's actually sold as a bruise kit. The one that you're talking about. And you put it on over your makeup, just like you said. Foundation, concealer. Then you put your color corrector on. You only do that with bruise kits. You don't do that with concealers. Or concealer kits. Nobody would ever do that. And if you weren't lying and you had to do that every day or even once a month, you'd remember the order that you do it in. And you were very specific, Amber, about the order that they were supposed to be used in. And you fucked it up. 
you did it wrong. And anybody out there who's ever had to actually cover up anything knew you were lying. Abusers make it up as they go along because they can't envision anyone out there being as smart as they are. They always think they're getting one over on all the stupid plebeian people out there. All these people, they're not, you know, they don't deserve to share my, you know, my space. They don't deserve to share my air. It's nobody like me. Oh my God. Like they really do think that they are the be all and end all. Like they're God's gift. She really thinks that you can see that every time you look at her. How haughty she is. She stands perfectly tall, perfectly straight. The only time she got a reaction, like Johnny got a reaction was when they were like, well, you know, you guys are about the same size or whatever, however that went. And he was like, no, and he was like, I wouldn't say that. No. And she was just like, oh, like, cause he, I think, who was it? Rottenborn that said, you're, you're a lot bigger than Miss Heard, aren't you? And he was like, I wouldn't say that. And I wouldn't say that either. She's taller than he is, or at least his height. And she's way more violent than he is. She's also crazier than he is. Do I think she hits as hard as he can? Probably not. Men hit hard as fuck. The thing is, I don't think she would. I don't think he would hit her. I do think she would hit him. She said she hit him. And she doesn't hit him just with her hands. She hits him with objects. Technically, that would be considered assault with a, you know, deadly weapon. She threw a mineral can at his face, at his eyes. She could have blinded him. She's a menace. And she's very, very abusive. She's intimidating. She likes to bring up the past. She likes to hold you accountable for every sin you've ever committed, whether it was a perceived sin or an actual sin. And she is accountable for none of it because all of it rolls down to it being your fault anyway. Everybody else is responsible. Even when she's the one who did it, because obviously they pushed her to it. It's not her fault that she did these things. They made her. They forced her. They left her no choice. They put her in a state where she didn't know what she was doing. Aw, poor baby. Wait, let me find my little violin and I'll play it while we talk about how you took off his finger. We'll play it while we talk about how you cheated on him with several people. Oh, where's my little violin? We'll talk about it while we discuss how you blamed him for trashing the Australia house and then turned around and told Jerry, oh my God, I did this. Despicable. She's a despicable human being. And she walked in that courthouse like she owned it. He never did that. He didn't speak up. Now, somebody with as much power as she claims he has 
would not have waited six years. He wouldn't have. If he had all this power, he would have turned around and said, she's a bimbo, she's this, this is all the dirt I have on her, and I'm sure he had plenty. Because there's no way his security did not know about her past. No fucking way did they not know about the sex parties and all her connections and her drug use and her hoe habits and how she fucked her way into whatever role she got. I'm sure they knew and I'm sure they told him so I'm sure he knew. So shame on him for getting into that relationship with that bimbo knowing what he was walking into. But you know what? You can't help who you fall for. You really can't. And I do believe that he genuinely loved her. I don't believe she ever loved him. I believe she was obsessed with him. She's still obsessed with him. But it's because she wants to be him. She wants the notoriety. She wants the adoration. She wants to be exalted by everyone as one of the greatest actors that they're so believable and emotional and they draw you in and I just love them she's never going to be that because she's horrible she's a horrible person and she's a horrible actress horrible her face at this point I'm sick of seeing her face I'm absolutely done hearing her voice. And I'm really sick of her name as well. The fact that she's still so unhinged that she thinks she could walk around saying, no, but no, but look, look, all these people love me. They think I'm great. We're all feminists. We're together. You're 130 feminists. They're not really feminists. Most of them were bogus. They were not experts in any kind of field. They were your friends. Yeah, guess what? I could get way more signatures than that just in my town alone. We're talking mayors, council people, senators. You can get the governor to sign a thing for me faster than you can get somebody worthwhile. To actually stand up for you and mean it. And I'm not talking about proud man. She's a lunatic. Dauber. She's another freaking lunatic. The difference between the relatives of Johnny Depp. And the unhinged like 12 people that follow Amber Heard. Is that her people... put their fingers in their ears they close their eyes and they go la 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 I'm not listening to any of the facts that you're spitting nope 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 I have this script that I was told to follow and I'm going to follow it because I want to be the cool kid and be with Amber Amber was never the cool kid she is pretty pretty fades and it fades so quickly she was never going to be a great beauty when she was older because thanks to her drinking habits and her drug habits, <laughs> she, she's going to break down on a cellular level so quickly. Medical 
miracles could not keep up. They could not keep her looking good if she paid a million dollars a day to do so. She's going to hit the wall like it's a gravel freaking road and just bump, 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 bump all the way down. <clears throat> and I can't wait for it. She's a vile person. And I use that term very loosely. He might not be the best person. He has a lot of flaws. But I don't believe he's abusive. I don't believe he's violent. I believe he had a bad boy phase. In which many motel rooms and like, you know, bottles paid the price. I don't know of any people that paid the price though. I've gotten into more fights than he has. It's sad. And yet he's always had like the spotlight put on him because he's Johnny Depp. You know, when you're that good, people got to take you down. I just had this conversation. When people put you on a pedestal, you don't ask to be put up there. They just put you up there. They decide that you're this, you're that, you're everything. And then if you teeter one way or another you're going to fall right off that pedestal and never get back up and they look for anything to knock you off that because as much as they love you they're envious why can't I have that well maybe because you don't have his talent how about that and because you didn't try that's what kills me when they're like oh. I know people that are like why didn't I get the job why didn't they hire me I didn't know you applied I didn't then why would they hire you? Because I'm obviously better than the other person. <laughs> Are they psychic though? Because how would they know you were interested? I don't get how this is, you know, like something that you can actually bitch about unless you're just bitching to bitch because, I mean, you could do that. <laughs> it's like, it seems kind of pointless to me. But I know a lot of people who do stuff like that. Oh, this isn't fair. Oh, but did you? No. How is it not fair if you're not even involved? Like, if you don't throw your hat in the ring, you asked out. They don't see it that way. It's weird. Amber hands are the, uh, Amber hands. Amber stands are the same fucking way. You can tell them, look, I have it written out. The lawyers written. They had a jury come back and they're still saying, oh, no, the jury was wrong. Oh, okay. They got it wrong. No, they didn't. They really, really didn't. She got it wrong. Thinking that he was going to stay shut his entire life. She should have just stayed quiet. She had his money. She had plenty of money. She should have shut him out. And just went on with her life. Married somebody else. Or, you know, had a same sex. I don't care. But if she just would have gone away, she could have had everything. She could have had a career. She could have had his money. She would have had Elon's money. She would have had everybody's money. If she had just shut her fucking mouth. And went and just did her roles. And kept her head down. No, she had to destroy him. She had to say, look, look, I can still hurt you years later and I can still hurt you. And he said, all right, that's it. Enough's enough. Good for him. 
Because you get to that point where you're like, I got nothing left to lose. You've taken my dignity, my pride, my career, my hopes, my dreams. You've taken everything and you just shit all over it. What do I have left to lose? I want my reputation back. So now, bitch, we fight. And that's what they did. They went to court. He did nothing wrong. Her side was vile, like her. Her side was underhanded. They used information they did not have a right to have. All because a lawyer gave them like every goddamn text message. Notice they didn't turn over shit. Everybody's, oh, the things he said to Paul Bettany about her. So what? I don't want to hear one person out there lie to me and tell me that they have not told their friend, their best friend, their mother, their father, somebody. Oh, that son of a bitch. I wish he'd just catch on fire. I hate him so much. You're not going to tell me that one guy out there didn't go, oh, that fucking girl, she's such a hoe. God, I wish we could, like, take her out to the mountains, tie her to a tree, and let the bears have her. Like, are we ever going to do those things? No. Does it feel really, really good to vent to our friend or family member the violent thoughts that we're having because it's like a momentary thing and we want to get it out but never do it? No, it don't hurt anybody. Was she supposed to know that he ever said these things? No. So how was that abuse when she wasn't supposed to be privy to the information anyway? She only knew about it because that one lawyer disclosed all his text messages. Like literally everyone that had to do with anybody, not just her. You know, private conversations with our friends, you're supposed to be able to say anything. No matter how, like, ridiculous or disgusting. That's what best friends are for. That's what mothers and fathers are for. That's what brothers and sisters are for. Somebody that you could just be like, you could just talk shit. And it's not judged. Nobody says, oh, you're a horrible person for saying that. They laugh and go, you just want to set her on fire? Well, what if we douse her in gasoline first? You know, because it's fucking funny. It's funny. It's a joke. It's very dark, macabre, morbid humor. But so what? It's still a joke. Just because she didn't like it. Boo friggin' who? Somebody tell that woman that the world does not revolve around her. I don't give a shit her fifis are hurt. I don't think she has fifis. She's abrasive. She's condescending. She's patronizing. And she's got this way of looking at you. Like, I can't believe you have the gall to look me in the eye. You peasant. And then, like, she changes her look to be like, mm -hmm, simpering. Like, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> like, and I, I really, I want to take something sharp and, like, staple, like, 
all sorts of shit to her head. Like, I just, I don't like her. I'm not advocating violence. Nobody's going to be violent to her. Leave her be. I don't want to hurt her. It is hyperbole. However, hyperbolically speaking, I would like to nail things to her head. I really would. Especially if it covers her face with those horrendous cheek implants. And anybody else notice that all her little marks, they're in the Botox areas. And that's how it looks when you got Botox like the day before. Or like that morning. Also that calendar one that everybody bitches about. They're like, oh, it's probably left up there for a year. No. If you look next to it, there's a London article. I think it's an Oxford article about cannabinoids. 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 Um, And about how they, I don't know, they do something medical. I don't know. It's a whole fucking article. If you zoom in, you can get a couple of the words. All you have to do is put it in your Google search engine and it'll bring the the exact date and everything up. And the date of the article matches the date on the printout of that paper. And it's a printout from the printer. Like somebody sent him the article, I guess, in an email or whatever, and they just printed it out. But you could look at it's there. And nobody's going to keep up an article and a calendar page from a whole year before. It's just not going to happen. So. There's that. Also look at the color of her hair. I don't know why people aren't comparing her hair more. Because you could tell most of like her timelines. Especially with the bruises. By the color cut and length of her hair. Because she has very specific colors at very specific times. You know, when she's platinum, when she's almost white, when she's ashy, when she's more brunette, when she's, you know, got more of an ombre thing going. Uh, when she's got just, you know, a lot of highlights, when she's got more lowlights. It, just trust me, you, you can tell. You can place her just by her hair. And I don't know why anybody didn't do that. Because they really should have. But yeah, no. When when you're an abuser, it there's just a negativity that hangs off you. And it, it shouts out to everybody around you who you are and what you are. And the people who kiss your ass are the people who recognize that and are afraid of you. Because they know they can't offer you something to make you be nice to them. You know, to make you interested to be nice to them. But since they find themselves in your circle anyway, they're going to have to kiss your ass and ingratiate themselves to you. So that you're nice to them and you don't pick on them. Because I've seen video where you picked on people. You said, how dare you look me in the eye? Don't look at me. Like, you're just rude. Now, survivors. To be a survivor... You do have a quiet kind of strength to you. Survivors are not known for blasting out that they've been, you know, 
abused or they've been violated and they don't, you know, crow about being a survivor. They'll admit it. Um, they'll talk about it if they have to. It's hard for them to talk about it. Um, I can't say I've ever encountered a survivor who reacted the way you did. Six years after the fact, with all the melodrama, all the dramatics and the non-tears and the rubbing of the face and the... <laughs> when nothing's coming out, your voice wouldn't even crack. You could not even get your voice to crack. What kind of woman are you, let alone actress? Who the hell taught you how to be a girl? Jesus. You never had to get out of gym class or religion class or whatever? Come on. I'm sorry, but I get aggravated. I get thirsty. It's also really, really dry in here with the heat on. It's killing my, my throat. <coughs> and, you know, asthma. Um, here's my thing, though. When you're a survivor, you've been to hell. You've looked demons in the eye. You've known that they were there for you. You know what evil looks like recognize it all around you you're always afraid that it's going to strike out at you just for no reason you wonder does it exist in everybody or is it just attracted to me is it something about me I see him carry that I went and I looked at you know like even when he's acting there's still a darkness that he can't shake. It's like he's carrying someone else. On his back at all times. Like everything's just a little bit of a struggle. Even in the best of times. Maybe I'm projecting. I don't know. I'm. I'm an observant person. You know I've never been able to anticipate what people are going to say or do and as a kid it was very um dangerous for me when i couldn't you know like figure out what people were after so i've gotten really really good at reading body language reading tone reading Everything from the way somebody styles their hair. I dissected her hairdos every day. I dissected her clothing choices. What she was drinking. How she was drinking it. Some days she created drama around what she was drinking. By being so um, skittish about it. Like every time she would see somebody, she would like lower the bottle or put the bottle out of sight. Now, I don't know what was in the bottle. It could have been water. But she's very good at creating melodrama. At creating drama where there is none. So it could have just been one of her, you know, ploys for attention. 
Oh, they don't know what's in here. Let me be mysterious about it. Let me pique their interest. Oh, no, everybody's watching me. Oh, I'm going to throw it out. But, like, obviously. Oh, let me go throw it out. Ha! Cop went and got it. How do we know she didn't send the cop back in to go get it? You know, I don't know. I don't know. I like to believe she's not stupid enough to drink in court. But rich people, like I said, are their own worst enemy. They think they could do anything. They have different rules for them than for us. And maybe I'm naive thinking that they don't. But then again, you got her saying all this shit about Johnny Depp. She's got to pay all this money. She perjured herself in how many countries? And she doesn't have to pay for that? No jail time at all? No record? She should at least have a record. She should have a record, your honor. Grounds. Grounds. She should have a record. No, but she should. They should charge her. Even if they do, like, just probation or whatever. I don't care. She should have all these perjury charges on her on her record so that if she were to try to pull this shit with somebody else they could turn around and say hey look she's a known liar she has a history of lying because at some point maybe we'll all have forgotten about this i highly doubt it she's going to go to her grave and they're going to be writing liar on her tombstone i know i will and if she don't like it <laughs> i don't care that's the beauty of, you know, me doing on a tombstone. She'll be gone. <sighs> anyway. Yeah, no. Survivors. We can spot one another. Usually. It's. Maybe we flinch. If somebody raises their voice. Or hits a pitch that. Reminds us of somebody else. Or maybe we, you know, go to hand something to somebody. And if they come at us too fast, we get nervous and pull back a little bit. Or maybe we shake. Or maybe you get, you know, you stammer. Because you, oh, oh, here you go. Okay, I'll say bye. And you run because people are like, wow, she's really like socially awkward. No, she's terrified. She's terrified. Because that's what happens. That's what happens when you are someone else's plaything. And they don't give a shit about you. You're only as good as you are useful. That's it. When you're not useful, they spit you out. You know, they chew you up, spit you out. That's it. No, I'm sorry. No, hey, you know, it was good, but maybe we can just be friends. No, they have to ruin you. Because it makes them feel better about themselves. That's what she does. She ruins people. I even read that Elon was like so upset when the two of them weren't talking anymore. Like he was devastated. I think she knew exactly how to, you know, get him to become invested in her. You know, and she played the damsel. And he tried to do the alpha thing and, you know, hey, 
I'll get you security, I'll whatever, whatever you need. Even if we're not talking, I'll protect you. Because it's who he is. And all she wanted to talk about is, I don't know why you're focusing on that. Like, I'm fine. Like, you need to figure out why I'm not talking to you. Don't worry about the others. She just, she spoke to him in a way I would never speak to another person. So I can only imagine if she spoke to Elon Musk that way, how she treated Johnny all those years. Elon Musk is soft, like hearted, but I don't think he can be emotionally manipulated as easily as Johnny. I think if she was to pull that shit with him and be like, you know what, do that or get out. He'd be like, okay, well, I'll see you when you're in a better mood. I got things to do. And he'd bounce because Johnny was about having a life with her. Elon has a million other things to do. And I don't think he's going to like look at her and be like, oh, let me give up on Tesla and space exploration for you. Like, no. No. If anything, he would be like, I'm fuck Mars. We're going to Jupiter, Pluto, like Uranus. I'm pretty sure he went to Uranus anyway. I'm sure many have. But. I don't like her. It's, it's not. It's not a secret. I don't like her because she spits in the face of everything that I have spent the last 48 years trying to overcome. Trying to put aside. Trying to put behind me. And every time I think I'm so good right now. Like I, oh, somebody like her comes along. And triggers the crap out of me. Absolutely 100% makes me feel like, oh my God, I just, I don't want to go on. That That's what she does. She brings you to this horrible, dark, scared place where you just, you don't know who you can trust. And then all you're faced with is her. And she's so cold. And so calculated. And so. I don't know. Just. You could just tell. She does not. Have a caring bone in her body. She's so full of herself. It's really, it's very, it's distressing. Because I, I didn't think that, you know, people were like that. You know, I knew some could be, but she didn't even hide it. Or maybe she thought she was hiding it, but she wasn't. Because you could see it. You could see how horrible a person she was. It's a damn shame. It's a shame. I feel bad for everybody that watched that trial. And had to listen to her. And had to sit for weeks, literally, with her on that stand. Because it, it, it drug out. Like, they were just dragging it out longer and longer and longer. 
And for her to be on that stand and the fakeness and the, oh God, the just, I kept looking at her going, who do you think you're convincing? Like, I don't get it. And she's just putting down people like call them randos. And, oh, I don't know why Isaac was crying. That was weird. And like, she had comments and criticisms for everybody. None for her. She was perfect. It really, really, really pissed me off. Because every time I get involved with like somebody who's abusive, they're never wrong. And it's never their fault. It's always somebody else. And it's a bunch of bullshit. It is a bunch of bullshit. And we can't force them to, to be accountable. We can't force them to say, hey, you know, I owe you an apology. Because really, she could undo so much of what she's going through. If she apologized to him, to the world, and came clean and said, hey, listen, I was in a bad place. I was really messed up. I was on drugs. I was rejected. You know, my mind was broken. I was broken. And I did all these things, but I'm sorry. I'm getting help. I have a daughter. I want to be better. I want to be forgiven. Please forgive me. I didn't know what else to do. I was young and it was selfish and I'm sorry. If she did that, good God, so many of her sins would be just wiped away. Because if it's heartfelt, who's not going to forgive her? I hate the woman and I would forgive her. I wouldn't trust her. But I'd be like, all right. Yeah, okay. You're really you're really sorry? All right. Go live your life. Leave him alone. And just go do your thing. We won't bother you. You don't bother us. And we'll see where we're at in a couple years. We just, we need, like, we need some time apart. There's too much. It's too fresh. It's too, you know, too much right now. But she would have the opening later. She would have the opportunity later. She would have started to mend fences. I don't see her ever doing that. And so she's never going to get the career back that she wants. She's never going to have an easy time. Because she keeps playing the same hand. And we've all seen her cheat. She's never going to come out ahead. Never. Let me knock on wood and two, 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 two. Because I don't want her to ever come out ahead. But I mean, if she would just apologize and be like, you know what? Yeah, I'm a liar. I lied to everybody. Yeah, I, I'm willing to admit that he did nothing to me, that I made it all up. I think she's physically incapable of those words. She is physically incapable of saying, oh no, he's a good guy. And I lied to all of you because she's too far in now. 
she'll never let it go. And it's a damn shame because she has an easy way out. Anyway, I've talked for over an hour and I gave myself a headache. Actually, somebody else gave me a headache, but now it's just not going away. So let's go see if it's a coffee, soda, sugar, meat, or sleep headache. It's got to be one of them. So I'll take a little of each and we'll see if it goes away. Anyway, thanks guys for listening. I've seen... I've gotten quite a few subscribers. I made it to 100. I'm over 100 subscribers. So excited. Um, and that's all organic. I did that, you know, just me. Getting out there and doing like the live streams and, you know, going on people's feeds. I'm proud of myself. It's only been um, three months. Three months and me learning from the ground up literally from word go because i knew nothing i knew nothing and i wish i could do this without talking about these two like just talking about regular stuff but i'm gonna keep covering them as long as they're in the news or as long as they're popular and i'm probably gonna you know when we have the uh, the Manson trial. I'll probably be on pretty much 24-7 to cover that one. But I have a lot more research to do. I've done a lot of research, but I really want to know everything about it. Because I don't want to get caught up on, you know, the wrong details or, you know, have my facts wrong. And I want to be able to listen, you know, I hope they they air the court proceedings. Because I want to hear both sides. I honestly don't know who I believe. I don't. I've seen Phoenix Rising. I've seen all the videos. Ugh, I've seen everybody like, you know, who's talking for him, who's talking for her. I've read so many articles. And I just, I want them to go to court. I want to see it. I want to hear the questions. I want to see their mannerisms. I want to, you know, see it when she can only do it one take and not take after take after take until they get the emotion that she was going for. Like, I want to see it without the rehearse acting, you know, without the perfected takes. I want to see it raw right in front of me. And then I'll, I'll know. <sighs> Guys, I need a nap. It's only 3.30 in the afternoon, but I do. I need a nap. I've been up since 5.30 this morning. And I've been busy, busy, busy. So, happy birthday again to my mother. Congratulations on turning 80. Good God. I can't even. 1942. Holy shit. Anyway, you were born at the beginning of World War II and... There'll be a lot more babies born at World War III. Or at least I hope so. So. Alright. Everybody. I am checking out. My goodbyes are getting so weird lately. Because I just don't want to log off. But I kind of have to. Anyway. Love you all. You guys make every day. 
really good for me. I love your comments. Love, 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 love. I have to actually go through all my comments because I haven't been able to um, sit at my regular desk. So it's hard for me to type. Oh, good God. I'm so sorry about all the yawns, guys. It's just, oh. I'm really, life is kicking me in the teeth. I was going to say, I was going to say like Jennifer Aniston on that, on Friends when she's like, isn't that just kick you in the crotch? Fantastic. And if she could say it on TV, I could say it on here. So isn't that just kick you in the crotch? Fantastic. One last thing for anybody out there who's having a hard time, who's in a relationship that, you know, is dangerous or they feel like they're in danger. They feel like they're being abused. Please, please talk to somebody, reach out to somebody. Not me. I, I have no way of helping you. I don't even have a car, so I couldn't even come get you. But call your local law enforcement. Call, I can't even speak, call local shelters. Call the, you know, abuse hotlines. Call somebody. Call a rectory. Call, you know, a community center. There's all sorts of places where you can go. You know, maybe not in your town, if you're worried. <sighs> if you want therapy or something, go to a different town and tell them, look, I can't do it in my town. My, you know, my, whoever they are is too well connected. They, too many people know them. It would get back to him before anything could get done. And then I'd really be in trouble. Nobody wants anybody else to get hurt. So please, you know, no matter what. If you need help, reach out to anyone, anyone that can help you get help. All right. Just all they need to do is help you take that first step. And then you find somebody to help you take the second and the third. It's not a marathon. You know, you didn't jump into it and everything happened in one day. No, it happened over time. Getting out sometimes takes as long or at least it feels that way. But the first step that you have to do is admit that you're in a bad relationship, that there's issues, and then seek help. And the other things that all of you have to do that are listening to me is hit that like button, hit that subscribe, leave me a comment, question, message, whatever you want. Just be nice. And I will see you in the funny papers. Remember, you can't always tell the difference between the abuser and the survivor. But there are ways to tell when they're not who they say they are. An abuser gets very good at hiding it. A survivor gets very good at hiding that they were abused. But when you have an abuser pretending to be a survivor... They don't know how to act. And that's how you catch them. That's how we caught her. Because she came from a place of strength. Because it's all she's ever known. And if you're a survivor. You know strength is something that comes later. But in that moment. You're the most vulnerable. Weakest most helpless you'll ever be in your entire life 
And it'll be a feeling you can recall with absolute clarity in the blink of an eye. And it'll stay with you. It'll cling to you like a cloak. And everyone will see it. Just like we did. We saw Johnny covered in abuse. We saw him covered in fear, self-loathing. You could tell, listening to his voice, why am I putting up with this? Why am I letting her do this? Why, why me? Why is she doing, why can't she just love me? Like all these things, the frustration was real and he was frustrated with himself because he couldn't make her happy. And here's the thing. He was never going to make her happy because the only thing that makes her happy is elevating herself and putting others down. She's a sadist. She enjoys it. And you could see it on her face. The victory smirks. The <laughs> I made you my bitch kind of thing. I genuinely wish that I can meet him just so I can hold him and give him that mother's love that he he didn't get. I mean, he's older than me, but I, I think I was born to be a mother. And I would, I, I would hold him and tell him how special he is. You know, how talented and brilliant and loved he is. How sweet and kind people say he is. I would want him to know that he is worth not just, you know, what he has. He's worth everything. His mother should have made him feel like he was the most amazing man who ever walked the face of the earth. Instead, she put him down and she, she exerted herself over him. And I know what that feels like. And it's not fun. When you have to live to somebody else's tune. And even when you give them everything that they've ever asked for. Done everything they've ever asked you to do. They're still disappointed in you. You're still not good enough. And I would love to tell Johnny that he is good enough. That he's a good man. He's a good son. And there's no reason for him to be ashamed. There's no reason for him to look down on himself. There's no reason for him to allow anyone to mistreat him. Let alone somebody who claims to love him. And I would tell her that she doesn't have the right to play with people's lives, with their emotions with their minds that she has no right to make people feel worthless that she has no right to use her looks and her wiles and her tricks to control people to make them do things that they wouldn't do to make them betray their own moral character She's a pestilence. And I wish that she would just go away. 
I really do. I wish like a plague she would just pass here one day you know not heard of the next i don't want anything bad to happen i just want her to go away and to shut up and for all her little supporters who come off so cruel and stupid whenever they open their mouths i want them to go away too because they're just as abusive as she is and that's what nobody's talking about they talk about, you know, the relatives being harsh. No. We're truthful. We're supportive. We're actually a lot of fun. But her supporters are blind and ignorant. And they're vicious and cruel. They're very much like her. They emulate the one that they adore. As do we. And that's why we're so much nicer, usually, than her, you know, stands. On that note, I really, really hope she goes away. I hope Eve goes away. I hope all of them go away. I thank Elon for turning Twitter into a place I like to hang out now. So many things have changed already. It's great. And I want Johnny to know that his fam is with him we got you we got you dude you know if if it had gone the other way it probably would have broken my heart a little bit but it didn't and I'm glad of that I'm glad I get to stand and say I believe in Johnny Depp I believe Johnny Depp is innocent of everything she accused him of. And I believe Johnny Depp will win the day when it comes to appeals. See, so it's not so much an anti-Amber Heard piece as it is a pro-Johnny piece. Although I think I've been pretty fair in all my coverage. If I did a video for her, I did a video for him. If I talked about her, I talked about him. I don't want there to be like this uneven balance you know i want there to be a little bit for her a little bit for him a little you know i've said good things about her not many because i can't think of many good things to say i just wish she'd apologize and just go away for a little while if she did everything would be fine anyway I will see you around, guys. This time I'm really logging off. I really, really am because I'm going to start another stream <laughs> about something else. So, anyway, I love you. Mwah! Have a wonderful day. Happy Sunday. And I will see you in the funny pace.